Hi, you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. And no, we're not trying to sell you anything. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, Flight of the Bumblebee. Mr. Darius. Mr. Darius. I know you're in there. Yes, Mr. Milroy. Do you know what today is? Well, of course I do, dear sir. Today is Tuesday. Yes, it is. If you'll excuse me, I have quite a lot of work to do. It's Tuesday the 5th. Yes, thank you. Uh, Mr. Darius! It's Dr. Darius, actually. Dr. Darius, then. You're late with the rent. Again. Ah, the 5th. I follow you now. (laughs) This is a rooming house, not a charity. Yes, Of course. You sit in here all day long and doing who knows what. My research, Mr. Milroy. Well, I should have known better than to let a room to an ex-convict. Mr. Milroy, I have tried to put my felonious past behind me, but that is increasingly difficult when you keep throwing it into my face. I just want the rent, Mr. Darius. Dr. Darius. Well, you're no kind of doctor that I've ever heard of, that's for certain. Sir... The work I am engaged in will benefit all of mankind. Any idea when it'll benefit me to the tune of this month's rent? Look, look here. What is this junk? Junk? Mr. Milroy, this junk, as you call it, will one day wipe the plague of hunger from human history. Is that a fact? Yes. The concept is roughly based on some of my earlier work. You don't mean that suit. Now, from a strictly scientific point of view, the suit was quite sound. I've got a good mind to call a cop. No, please, you don't understand. The suit converted energy with a remarkable degree of efficiency. Humans rely upon the energy they obtain from food in order to live. But much of that energy is lost in the inefficient conversion process. I have been working on a formula that will allow every man, woman, and child to convert the energy they ingest instantly and fully. Don't you see? The the amount of food a person would have to eat after such a treatment would be a tiny portion of their current needs. I call it Darius's royal jelly. Royal jelly? Like bees have? Uh, the... an unfortunate metaphor, perhaps, but apt... At last, everyone in the world could have enough to eat. And they'd all be so grateful that they'd come over and pay off your back rent. Please, Mr. Milroy, can't you see the potential of this formula? I just see a lot of test tubes and gadgets and a crazy old man who's late with the rent. 
Again! But, Mr. Milroy, I'm almost ready to publish my findings. If I can just stabilize the reaction, I'm certain that the scientific community would be forced to overlook the indiscretions of my past and embrace this discovery for what it is. Listen, Mr. Darius, it's a very nice song and dance, but your dreams won't keep this place open. That takes money. Rent money. You understand? But, Mr. Milroy... Two days, Darius. Then you're out on your ear. You understand? Yes. Yes, of course. I'll... I'll get the money somehow. (laughs) Better. I'll... I'll think of something. Do you see her? It's all right, Bruno. I don't see anything. This is crazy. How could the panda have rumbled our operation that fast? They say he ain't human. Don't give me that, Ace. He's just some nut job in a mask. A nut job that just took apart our whole outfit with his bare hands. And she's still out there, remember? What are you saying? I'm saying it's over, Bruno. We've got to get out of town. Out of town? Sure. With the loot from the last three jobs, you could set up a swell outfit somewhere else. You think the red panda is just going to let us skip? Once we're gone, what does he care? Come on, Bruno. This is going to be academic in a minute. Let's get to the loot and make tracks before it's too late. It's already too late, Kirby. (gasps) The flying squirrel! I'll fix you! Too slow, Peaches! Nice. What did you do that for? What? Knock the bad guy cold? No, what did you hit me for? Kirby... Your life wouldn't be worth a plugged nickel if the underworld figured out you're working for us now. You've got to learn how to take a punch. That hurt. Why didn't you roll with him like I showed you? I wasn't expecting it. Well, you should. And I took a chance making sure Bruno saw you go down. He was the one gunning for me, remember? Where were you two schoolgirls going in such a hurry anyway? He got away. I was sticking with him. And making a pretty good case for skipping town, I noticed. I was trying to get him to lead me to the money. I noticed that, too. Squirrel, what do I have to do to make you believe I'm on the level? I don't know, Peach Pit. But you ain't done it just yet. I've done everything you've asked me since the day the big guy brought me in. And you did a lot of genuinely lousy things before that. So excuse me if I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. I thought this was supposed to be a fresh start. You're in an alley in the middle of the night with an unconscious mobster, a girl in a catsuit, and the makings of a swell shiner. What's the matter, Kirby? This don't feel fresh? Yes, sir. How can I help you? I need... I need some money. Of course, sir. Do you have an account here? What's that? Your account, sir. Is it with this branch? I don't... I don't understand. Sir, are you feeling quite well? Young lady, I don't... I don't think I have ever felt so well in my entire life. Oh, well, that's wonderful. You look a little... I can see. See more than I have ever before. Sense more. Oh, yes. Please don't be alarmed. What makes you think that I'm... I can hear your heartbeat. Oh, I can sense the adrenaline reaction. If I could just have your account number, sir. I was unprepared. I had no idea of the power. Or the name your account is under? My name. My name. Sir, please. If this is a joke, it isn't a very funny one. 
I almost feel like him again. Almost feel that I could... No. No. I, I mustn't. Sir, we're very busy. Would you like me to call you a doctor? I am a doctor. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. But if you don't have any business with the bank, I must ask you to step out of line and let me help the next customer. Business? With the bank? Of course I do, my dear child. Oh, well, all right then. I wish to make a withdrawal. A surprisingly large withdrawal. Yes. Yes, sir. And your name? My name. My name is Dr. Bumblebee. Doc Bumblebee? That's what he said. The little guy with the suit? I don't make these things up. Thank goodness. I'd start to worry about you otherwise. Dr. Bumblebee was one of the first supervillains I ever faced... Back when I used to work a solo act. Ah, the bad old days. As you say. I thought you put him away. Masked Man ends Bee's reign of terror. The clipping is framed on the wall over there. And now he's back? Seems like a possibility. So you actually just postponed his reign of terror? Hmm. Perhaps you could get the Chronicle to print a retraction. I'll let it slide this time. Thanks. How much did he get away with? Not very much, apparently. The teller was a little spooked, but didn't think he was that dangerous. She didn't think a guy in a black and yellow exoskeleton was dangerous? He wasn't wearing the costume. In fact, his original exoskeleton is in a display case in the trophy room. So he built a new one? If he did, he didn't bother to put it on. Parker's report says he was wearing an ordinary gray suit. An old one that didn't fit particularly well. So he just walked into a bank in street clothes, said he was Dr. Bumblebee, and expected them to open the vault? Something like that. The teller assumed he was an old man having some sort of breakdown. You would think. She opened her cash drawer to keep him quiet and signaled for the guards. They tried to restrain him and Darius threw them back about 30 feet without apparent effort. What? According to eyewitnesses. Then he grabbed what amounted to a few hundred dollars and flew out the door. A flew? Parker was quite clear on the subject. Flew means flew. He's not being colorful. I thought you said he wasn't wearing the suit. I did. It's interesting... Don't you think? Fascinating. What do we do? Detective Parker supplied Darius's last known address. He was on his way there. Why don't you meet him and see what you can turn up? And what are you going to do? I thought I might reacquaint myself with the original Bumblebee suit. See if there's any way he could have miniaturized the circuitry. We need to know what we're up against, and fast. All right, Sergeant. I've got things under control here. Take the patrolman and watch the house from every approach. If this Dr. Darius comes home, I want to know about it. I thought they'd never leave. You? How long have you been here? Well, if you didn't notice, I'm sure not going to tell you. Nice to see you, Detective. And you. It's been a while. Real obliging of the Retired Supervillains Association to furnish a reunion. That it is. Turn anything up? Some. There's some laboratory equipment that I don't really understand... But there's not much room for anything else. There sure isn't. Kind of a dump. For an ex-con without much of an income, it isn't that bad. If you say so. No sign of a bumblebee suit, I take it? Nothing mechanical at all. No blueprints or schematics. A lot of notes on chemical formulas. Boy, and me without the boy genius. Think we can arrange for those papers to disappear for a few hours? If you make sure I get the skinny and a reasonable cover story for where I got it. Tough affair. What about the personal papers? I was just about to go through them. 
You want to sit in? Delighted. Let's get cracking. How's your librarian?、Uh, Ellen, she's good. We're、uh, we're getting married. No fooling. When? Couple of months. Jeez, you work fast, Andy Parker. I guess so. I wanted to invite you and the chief, but、uh, it seemed a little impractical. Just a touch. Let us know the date. We'll watch from the rafters. No fooling. Would I kid you? Hmm. What is it? A letter from the office of Wentworth James, the inventor. There can't be two. It says that Mr. James sends his regrets, but due to commitments, he cannot possibly attend the demonstration of your formula. Best of luck. And it goes on like that. It's dated yesterday. Here's two more, just like it, from other outfits. Looks like Doc Bumblebee had a caper planned. I hope no one fell for it. Here's a list of names. There's James, and the others, and about a dozen more. These are all legitimate operators. Darius might have been on the level with this formula. And you're basing that on what exactly? Well, I'm just saying it's possible. It can be tough for someone that's made as many mistakes as Darius not to make more. And sometimes that's not entirely his fault. Why do I feel like there's an object lesson at play here? All right,、uh, maybe I gotta look at Ace Kirby's shiner. What are you two girlfriends now? It's entirely up to you, of course. But if you ask me, you could cut the guy a little slack. He does good work. And a lot of bad before that. The first time you met me, Chief O'Malley had assigned me to discover your secret identities. Yeah, how's that going, by the way? You gave me a second chance, and it hasn't worked out that badly. A suggestion noted, Peaches. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a flying mad scientist to catch. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Dakota Ring Theater. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy. Extra, extra! Read all about it. Wentworth James missing, believed kidnapped by arch fiend Doctor Bumblebee. Extra. Chronicles Special Edition. Four more scientists taken by madman. Police race to protect Bumblebee's hit list. Get it all in the Chronicle. City holds its breath, waiting for mad scientist masterstroke. You're sure there's nothing more you can tell us, Miss Stapleton? I promise you, if there were, I wouldn't hold back. Red Panda, you've just got to rescue Mr. James. You've got to stop this madman. We're trying, sister, but he hasn't moved a whisker since the cops started guarding the rest of his wish list of scientists. If we're to have a chance to recover those men who have already been taken, we must have a better idea of what Darius was working on. Oh, I don't know. His letter was ridiculous. He claimed to have discovered a formula that could wipe out hunger. What? That's what he said. His invitation claimed that he had tested it on himself. And asked if Mr. James would care to verify this unique discovery by witnessing him go without further nourishment for an extended period. Wentworth James gets dozens of letters about impossible discoveries every week. He indulges far too many of them. But I was sure he didn't have several days to sit around and watch some crazy old fool starve himself to death. Boss, this make any sense? Some. Those fragments of chemical formula you brought me—they were incomplete and well beyond me in many ways, but they were clearly concerned with energy conversion. That was the brilliance of Darius's original exoskeleton. 
and I confess I borrowed much of that work for devices like our static shoes. But to be able to devote himself to the new discipline of chemistry so completely, and still be able to incorporate the same concepts and principles, it's quite brilliant, really. <laughs> Swell. Nice to see he hasn't lost his edge. If he were applying those same ideas to the chemical conversion of food energy, even absorbed energy of radiant sunlight, if every scrap of energy contained in even a small amount of food could be harnessed, it could yield a fantastic amount of power. Enough to fly and shoot energy beams? It would explain a lot. Do you mean to say that this formula actually works? And that it gave this madman his powers? I couldn't say for certain, but it does seem possible. Oh, I'll never forgive myself. I should have telephoned the police at once. <laughs> what would you have told them? If he sounded like a crank or a con man at the worst, you couldn't have known that he was an ex-supervillain. I don't understand what a monster like that was doing back on the street in the first place. How could this happen? Dr. Darius was seduced by the tremendous power of the exoskeleton he created. From the moment that he took the mantle of Dr. Bumblebee and pursued an agenda of crime, he made many terrible mistakes. But he was always careful not to take a life. In the end, that was his undoing. I don't understand. He turned back to rescue a child that had been endangered by an explosion he himself had caused to cover his escape. It's the only reason I was able to get close enough to disable his machine. And for that reason, he gets coddled by the system? He served a five-year penitentiary term. Whatever else that might be, it isn't coddling. And it seems that things have been far from easy for him since his release. You sound like you admire this madman. Perhaps I do, Miss Stapleton. And I pity him. But none of that will prevent me from stopping him. Wentworth James is a brilliant man. And a great philanthropist. I'm surprised to hear you talk like this about his kidnapper. Watch it, lady. It's all right, Squirrel. Miss Stapleton, if you could bring us that invitation that Darius sent, I hope we'll be closer to bringing your employer back safely. Of course. And I hope this time they give this Dr. Bumblebee what he really deserves. Yes, ma'am. I don't get it, boss. You don't really think that Doc Bumblebee would use a dump like this for his headquarters, do you? This is the address he invited James and the other scientists to in order to witness the test of his formula. A crummy old warehouse space? If Darius's finances are as limited as we understand them to be, this space would be more extravagant than he could afford. But the bank job? A few hundred dollars. Hmm. And you'll notice there have been no more robberies. Sure, but this kidnapping scheme... Is it a scheme? There have been no ransom demands. Listen, Peaches... I didn't want to say anything in front of James's secretary, but you do have kind of a funny way of looking at this one, you know. Mad scientist is rejected by his peers, constructs elaborate revenge scheme, shows them that he's the real genius, and gets his revenge on the whole world. Wahaha! It's a pretty standard play in our circles. You're probably right, Squirrel. And in any event, kidnapping itself is a very serious crime. But in order to stop him, we must try and understand him. I understand just fine. Weren't you listening? Bwahaha. Suppose Dr. Darius's formula can really do what it's supposed to do. Wipe out hunger at a stroke. And replace it with what exactly? Red Panda, there's nobody here. Listen. I just hear wind. A rush of air as if someone were moving through it at speed. Get down! Ah! No! Not you! Not now! Holy smokes! It's him, all right! <laughs> 
Get out of here! You'll ruin everything! These crates aren't going to take much more strain. Uh, I'd clock him with a boomerang when he moves in for a clear shot, but... But? Get out of here, please! He's not moving in for the kill. He's just hovering there. Making a lot of flash and noise and asking us to please leave? I'm warning you, Red Panda. Well, that's a little more like it. Do we uh, hit him with a knockout gas or do we charge him and do this the fun way? I thought I'd try something else. What? Something stupid. Wait here. Wait here? Boss! Get down! Where are you going? Dr. Darius! I'm coming out and I'm unarmed. Get back! You're not a killer, Doctor, and you never were. My hands are up. I'm no threat to you. No tricks. No tricks. No hypnosis. No hypnosis. Though I should warn you that if you make a false move, you'll have a very angry flying squirrel to deal with. Please. Please, you both have to leave. You know we can't do that, Nikolai. Not without the missing scientists. They are unharmed. As soon as my demonstration is complete, they will be released. It doesn't work that way, Doctor. To be deprived of one's liberty is a serious matter. Do you imagine I don't know that? You earned your term of imprisonment, Doctor. Earned it with your misdeeds as Dr. Bumblebee. Yes. Yes, I know. But even when I had paid that debt, been set free, there was still no place for me. I wanted so badly to contribute something good. My formula... Is clearly brilliant. And clearly not ready for this kind of testing. I, I was out of time. I needed money. Someone to invest in the idea. So you gave yourself the treatment and invited the city's most prominent scientist to witness your discovery. Yes, but the reaction was still unstable. Too much power. It is nonetheless a remarkable discovery. Properly controlled, your formula could save millions of lives. Yes, but now, after all this... I feel partly responsible for this, Doctor. Our conflict was a long time ago. I let myself lose track of you. What could you have done? You might be surprised, if you will only trust me. Why should I? It's entirely up to you. Those energy blasts of yours are very powerful, and I'm clear of any cover. You could shoot me down where I stand. You might even get past my partner, though she'd make you kill her, too. Then you'd be free to resume a life of crime as Dr. Bumblebee, more powerful than ever before. Yes. But that isn't what you want, is it? No. But isn't it too late for anything else? Let's find out, shall we? I can't believe it. What's that? Your transition from mystery man to fairy godmother is now complete. Well, let's not alert the papers. That's the kind of nickname that tends to stick to a fellow. According to the Chronicle, the Empire Bank has decided not to press any charges against Darius. Well, after Wentworth James and the other scientists came to the same conclusion... Tell me you didn't hypnotize all these people. I did no such thing. But our government contacts saw the potential in Dr. Darius's formula at once, and they managed to smooth things over. So, Doc Bumblebee works for the feds now. <laughs> Jeez. I think we've seen the last of Dr. Bumblebee, and with a little luck and a lot of hard work, his formula may one day make hunger and poverty a thing of the past. He may be remembered as a greater hero than either of us ever was. Justice loves irony. It does indeed. You look pretty pleased with yourself. I am, actually. So, uh, 
would this be a good moment to mention what I'm going to do to you if you ever walk into the line of fire on a hunch like that again? I'm not exactly sure when a good moment for that would be. <laughs> Clever boy. Seconds often count and lives hang in the balance. It's hard to take the risk to give someone a second chance. If we made a habit of it, we probably wouldn't live all that long. Probably not. But every so often, we make it work. What's this we, pale face? Do you honestly think I could wander that far out on a limb if you didn't have my back?、Mm, that's my guess. Always with a smooth talk. I do what I can.、Hmm. Where are you going?、Uh, don't you fret. I'll be back in a jiffy. I'm、uh, just going to run to the butcher shop. Kid. You aren't turning domestic on me, are you? Relax, Peaches. I'm not planning on firing the cook, but、uh, I thought as long as we're dancing the second chance two-step. Yes. I、uh, thought I'd send Ace Kirby a nice big fat steak for that black eye of his. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda. This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero. This is Stephen Burley reminding you, DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure. The Red Panda Adventures, Episode Fifty, Flight of the Bumblebee, was written and directed by Greg Taylor, with original music by Andrea Lyons, and featured the vocal talents of Chris Cuthill, Hans Messerschmidt, Christopher Mott, Julie Cogger, Stephen Burley, Brian Vaughn, Clarissa Dunnerlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here. Good night.